since I did it, I was just like, yeah, well, whatever. I probably sound like crap. And then I went home. You hear it in action. And I hear it in action. I'm like, oh, dude, that's actually pretty funny. Really? The show starts with a cold opening of us just joking around and having a dumb old time. And then immediately going into space and then right into the show. Space. The thing we have to cross. These are the voyages of the USS Horizon. Its ongoing mission to seek out new life, to swear it was on stun the whole time, and to boldly claim we can fix it. Welcome to the Terrible Warriors. This is the continuation of the Living Campaign that we started last year. Oh, I guess like Happy New Year, by the way. Uh, in uh, We started Star Trek, uh, I want to say in the summer of last year, and we really liked it, and we kept playing around, and we started playing the Living Campaign. Now, I did say we were going to do it every Sunday, uh, but... Well, this was getting real good. We put it back into the rotation. It's now in January, and you'll be getting it along with the other one-shot stories, but we're going to keep playing Star Trek. Anyway, we've now just embedded it into your daily routine, so enjoy this. Uh, I am Justin Eacock, your game master here for Star Trek Adventures, and I am here with my intrepid crew of the Horizon. Today at the table, uh, uh, it's not always the same crew, because whoever I can wrangle to spend an evening with me, I have here uh, uh, running the damn ship, Ah, oh, yes. Uh, You're actually going to make it to the ship this time, I I'm, promise. Go, 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 we're going to get there today. Uh, th- my name is Connell Macbeth, better known in the nerd community as Toronto's greatest supervillain and evil genius, Dr. Terawai, playing now Captain S- Gavin Schofield. Gavin Schofield. And uh, yes, now Captain, and now Captain of an actual ship, and not just a crashed runabout on a planet. Uh, <laughs> but thank God we had uh, our next player on that planet, or you might not have gotten off in that final scene. We have uh, back for a second time. My name is Joshua Barbeau, and I'll be playing Commander Haddock, um, the first officer of the ship. <laughs> I was about to say, Commander Haddock the first. Yes, the first, uh, <laughs> the the first, first of his name. The first officer of the ship. Uh, yes, yeah, so Commander Haddock, uh, you were um, being assigned to Narendra Station, but things on Xerxes went so well that oh, yes, uh, they went uh, great. the captain, uh, you offered him a job directly. Uh, you were in need of a first officer, and you're like... I'm just going to put in the request, and you're just going to say yes. <laughs> and he couldn't think of a better person than this guy. <laughs> well, you Covered killed, in blood. You killed a giant cat with a knife, so you're hired. <laughs> that's that's literally on the job description of first officer, yeah. right? The first line is, must be able to kill giant cats with knives. Can you grow an attractive beard? Can you put your foot up on stools? Can you kill a giant cat with a knife? Yes, 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 you're hired. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and also keep the kids away from me. Yeah, keep the kids yeah. away from <laughs> me. That's, that's the other part of Because <laughs> we're on the Galaxy Clash ship, there's probably families here. There's, there's, a, there's a Captain Day, right? Cap- keep, keep, Captain uh, Schofield Day. Yeah, what, what date is Schofield Day on? Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> they make Vote now at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors on it. Schofield Day. Send in your cards. Son of a bitch. <laughs> we have also around the table, always forgotten, but not forgotten. Yeah, uh, I'm your uh, hapless helmsman and human punching bag. And then Steve Armstrong, uh, played by Brent Morris. From the you were an integral part of podcast. the Xerxes Four tragedy as bait. What do you think? Should it was very through? important that right, you were able to right. lure the enemies away from yeah. the vital characters so that they were not hurt in their very important mission. Every mousetrap needs cheese, and I'm the cheese. <laughs> yeah. Important. Excellent. And and also our helmsman, when I remember that you fly the <laughs> yeah, ship. Yeah, when we remember that you <laughs> ship to fly. And joining us over Discord, uh, our Patreon rewards program, we have, uh, I believe this is your second time on the show, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, welcome back again. We're, <laughs> Hello, like, we're doing uh, this again, whole thing uh, in the cycles. I'm Andy Hughes, Fido 2. I'm playing Arjun O'Kir, a trill. 
Yeah, we're we're going to introduce your character uh, properly. I left your character sheet oh. in the other room. Oh, that's right. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Womp womp. Lieutenant Arjun O'Kear. Uh, uh, you're going to have to... Lieutenant, what was your name again? I don't have... Arjun, Arjun Totila. Pause first. I'm just going to get O'Kear. your damn character sheet is what I should yeah. have done. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Arjun O'Kear, uh, Lieutenant Trill, science officer. Oh, you're going to be the science officer. Well, that's Arjun good. O'Kear. We don't have one of those. Good. Arjun, <laughs> Arjun O'Kear. Yeah, so uh, we'll introduce your character properly, but essentially you're being um, brought in on a temporary basis to fill in for our uh, our science officer who's uh, he's taking a leave of absence. So uh, Arjun O'Kear is a science officer being assigned to the Horizon because they're not going to send you into the Shackleton Expanse without a science officer because there's some weird hinky things going on in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Lassabo, to put you a bit on the timeline here, I know Connell won't get this because he's not a Trekkie, but Brent and, 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 and Josh might pick up on it. It's okay. It's this is all set things up. Continue to ask questions as we go because oh, yeah. you are my foil. In our timeline, we set up where uh, when we are in Star Trek is at the very end of the next generation, mm-hmm. uh, just at the beginning of Voyager, right in the middle of Deep Space Nine. The Dominion War has not yet started, but the Dominion is very much known. And in fact, it's now becoming more known that uh, the founders, Odo's people, changelings, are the people who run the Dominion. And, uh, and then there's rumors among the higher ranks of Starfleet that uh, uh, important figures throughout the Alpha and Beta Quadrants have been uh, replaced by changelings who are hiding uh, there. But they're rumors at best. They're conspiracy theories. No one's... Like, the red flags haven't really gone up yet. Um, And so... Uh, uh, around this time as well, uh, the Enterprise D has been destroyed. We had that happen in our first adventure, and uh, and now where we are, the exact star date, <laughs> which this fucking game does it, uh, star date four eight five seven three point one, is around the time of uh, the death of Vedic Barail. The Vedics are uh, they're cardinals in 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 the faith of 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 the Bajorans. Uh, they're they're the religious leaders, and. Uh, uh, Vedic Burial has been this ongoing character for a number of seasons, and he's died. Uh, and um, it's it's rippled through Bajoran culture, and it, it's quite shocking. And no one's quite sure of what you know politically is going to change here on Bajor, because Burial was in line to become the next Kai, which the the, the Bajoran Pope. And uh, and with the death of Burial now, it's become a free for all, and different parties in Bajor may be taking over. Um, we know that Bajor has very uh, suddenly signed a peace agreement with uh, the uh, with the Dominion, uh, like a pact of non-aggression, uh, which is putting their contention into being brought into the Federation at risk. Uh, so there's a lot of we don't know what's happening with the Bajorans, and what makes things more complicated with Bajorans in their unique situation is so many Bajorans serve in Starfleet because of their years uh, in refugee camps within Starfleet. Um, territory. So people like your science officer, Lassabo, uh, Velvet Duke can't make it here today, but it worked out. The, the death of Reddick Burial explains why he's not here. He's currently returned back to his, um, his family uh, to observe a period of mourning uh, for this person that they did revere. Uh, so he's off there, but it's also left this cloud. All the, any other Bajorans on Narendra Station 
you know, no one really knows what's going to happen next. And, and tensions continue to rise. We've been talking about this in the last couple of uh, adventures of uh, the, 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 the stirrings of war are just at the doorstep now. And there doesn't seem to be any way to avoid it. And there's more and more hope that this joint venture between the Klingons and the Federation here at Render Station might just be enough to hold these peace agreements together, remind them that together we're stronger rather than uh, fighting. And, and uh, if we're fighting, we're not talking, right? <laughs> it's this whole idea. And, uh, and 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 the importance and the success of the Narendra project and the the the, the survey of the Shackleton expanse. There's a lot of of uh, high-ranking eyes looking at this as you know this you know is going to help remind us why peace is better. Uh, and so to reclaim you, know, we haven't been at Narendra Station for a while because of Xerxes. Uh, the uh, uh, Narendra Station is um, uh, out on the edge of the Shackleton Expanse. Uh, it has a different starbase name, but it's colloquially called Narendra uh, after the fight um, between the Enterprise C and the Romulans over the planet of Narendra, uh, the Narendra colony. Their sacrifice led to arguably the peace between the Federation has lasted to this day. So people hmm. have named Narendra Station sort of in honor of, of, of that battle. Oh, cool. And uh, so the Klingons... Uh, they have a side of the station and the Federation have a side of the station and, you know, they, they don't really mix a lot because the cultures are, you know. They're, and the Romulans have a side of the station. But uh, the Ro- <laughs> Romulans no aren't around it. anymore after <laughs> after our first adventure, after Deep Space Deadline. Uh, that, oh, yeah? that Romulan ambassador was working for the Tal Shiar. So they, <laughs> the Klingons kind of clamped down. It's like, you know what? They are not welcome here. So this has now become <laughs> more of, uh, you know, we, we were played for fools. Uh, but the uh, Narendra station is now very much a, a Federation uh, uh, Federation and Klingon um, task force uh, continues. Um, so uh, uh, reacquainting our characters as we have arrived. Uh, we're not getting right off the shuttlecraft from 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 Xerxes. <laughs> uh, uh, the, the 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 broken up runabout. Uh, you you arrived some time ago. Um, uh, the the uh, the researchers there uh, that you rescued from the planet uh, they've yeah. been sent off to you know, more appropriate medical facilities with the with the means to look after we them. We saved uh, all of them. The uh, the runabout was just not recoverable. It was just broken down for scraps and 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 recycled into oh, other yeah. ships. No, I'm, just, I'm glad we got it functional enough <laughs> to get it even here. I just I, I love the idea like the imagery of this fucking but they're just like where are these people? They're like a day or two late and this busted ass fucking thing <laughs> this runabout just fucking skids into the thing and the Shields drop and all the parts just <laughs> fall off. And these fucking cavemen scientists come out of the thing with these huge foreheads and everything, like, and then out comes like everybody else with torn ass clothes. And then this fucking dude over like here, the head of a cat, the, he brought the, the commander just, just head to toe covered in blood. And there's the dude with like the little orange light things just standing there in his vest, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what happened? <laughs> We're like, hey, what's it's like, up? I need to get a transfer. <laughs> Sorry, I'm late. <laughs> so when you arrive at Narendra, oh, though, this probably made some made some headway considering considering what I'm actually how I'm understanding where I'm going to be introduced at. <laughs> so like, I probably heard about this arrival. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean everyone. I mean it was, it was the talk of the station. The station isn't that big. There's there's a dozen or so ships that are part of this like small task force, but they're not all ever at Narendra at once. 
point. Uh, now, the Horizon is a Galaxy-class ship, so the way it docks is it's just sort of nearby with a big old bridge connecting to it. It can't get into the station. Yeah. So the um, uh, it's uh, it's been under retrofit, as we talked, since, since Deep Space Deadline. It's been getting repaired. It's been getting fixed up. In specifics, it's also been getting um, uh, experimental shielding and sensors added to the ship to give it really what it needs to be able to withstand uh, the insides of the Shackleton Expanse. There's a lot of uh, mysterious electromagnetic interference that happened in there. So they've been retrofitting this ship along with uh, another uh, uh, vessel, uh, the... Um uh, the IKS uh, Mupul, uh, M-U-P-W-L. It's a crazy Klingon name. Uh, it's a Cavort-class bird of prey. It's it's a big ship, but it's a bird of prey. It's not like the giant uh, D-7s. Uh, so the um, D-6s, D-9s? I can't remember. The D-somethings. D-20s. They're, they're, they're a specific class of Klingon ships. So you know, you're, you're, it was a D-7. D-7. I was right. I was right the first time. So the D-7 cruise. This isn't a D-7. D-7s are big and bulky. They don't move. Bird of preys have like a sloping wing. I mean, they look like a, a bird of prey. And so they're, they're much more maneuverable. But this one, uh, uh, the, the, the Cavort class, they're the biggest version of the bird of prey. Still smaller yeah. than the Galaxy class. Yeah. Um, but uh, but – you know, it, it, it'll, it'll big, get the job done. It's big got a, for a Klingon got a ship. crew of about uh, 30, 35 uh, Klingons. Uh, yeah. And so it's a... Uh, it, wow, it's, what? They don't need a lot they of Klingons. Klingon, yeah. Klingon vessels don't have done. a lot of people on board. Because yeah, I can they don't tell. They don't worry about <laughs> scientists or doctors or diplomats or... Or scientists, <laughs> it's just, yeah. It's all it's all soldiers. Our, and, our and first they, mission of the Shackleton Expanse was was more than revealing of their lack of science facilities. <laughs> Plus, they, uh, even if they have an abundance of people, they end up killing each other over. So feuds. the uh, the Mapool has also been at Narendra <laughs> Station the receiving the same retrofit as the Horizon. Oh, and shit. in the when you arrive, uh, I mean, you're you're Schofield immediately getting all these uh, uh, papers uh, from uh, complaints from different department heads because the Klingons, while you weren't there, have been taking resources from the station, like uh, 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 not hoarding, uh, uh, capitalizing. Uh, 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 taking up everyone's time, yeah. uh, and uh, uh, no capitalizing. They, they keep expecting to get primary treatment and priority treatment, uh, and to be retrofitted first. Whereas they've been trying to do them in tandem and uh, together. And because also the Klingons don't have engineers, <laughs> they they're expecting like the Corps of Engineers to do all the work for them. Because isn't this a task force? Don't you supposed to work together? And uh, so they keep like guilt-tripping all the Federation into making sure that, you know, you're going to help us out for the good of the peace of the quadrant. And uh, and, <laughs> and and in specific, Captain Akul, who runs the Mapool, uh, without another captain on board, has been sort of taking the role of the leader in charge of the retrofit of both ships okay. as, like, the ranking officer. Yeah. And, and, and in doing so, has been taking resources away from the Horizon. So when you arrive at Narendra Station, <sighs> Horizon is... Way behind schedule to the point that Steve, uh, uh, Steve's character uh, uh, Adam Monroe has actually been put on. Uh, your chief medical officer Volsar uh, immediately arrives and puts him on a mandatory medical mental like a uh, mental health day and sends him off uh, to because he's been Stress working around leave. the clock. He's been he's not sleeping. He's freaking out and he's like, okay, well you're uh, uh, this close to a complete emotional mental breakdown, so I'm sending you to Risa and and he just he he orders what's, him. What's Risa? Risa is the vacation planet in Star Trek. Oh, Okay. He sends him to the Bahamas. He he sends him off to Costa Rica, but with a bit of like uh, Jamaica's hedonism too. Oh, that planet! I know what you're talking about. So he, um, uh, so 
that's why Steve's not here today. Is is his character's been sent off on medical leave? So he's um, the really lucky one, is what you're saying. So, uh, oh, yes. well, yeah. It, so things are things are stressful uh, on the render station. Tensions are, are kind of a little high, and and the and the, and the Starfleet officers on board are, are they're getting a little resentful in the way they've been kind of kicked around by the Klingons. Uh, and uh, on top of this. Uh, there's been cargo freighters that have been arriving at Narendra waiting for escort into a Klingon research facility in the Shackleton Expanse, and they can't leave until their escorts are ready to depart. And, uh, uh, you know, time is running out. This this science uh, research station does need these supplies, uh, and there is a schedule to be kept on, and we've been behind schedule. Um, and I'm just kind of setting up the background of this prologue to kind of set where we are in this in this scene. Um so yeah, you've got the 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 uh, the Mapool and the Horizon. Uh, six, uh, actually six to twelve. Let's roll it. Um, wait, uh, six to twelve. Uh, I should have just rolled one die. Yeah. Uh, so six to twelve. It's actually going to be uh, a, a nice even ten. So there's ten ships in this convoy. Um, mm. That, uh, that 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 have been sort of waiting uh, around Narendra. So the station is packed. All their crew are on board. The, the you're always waiting in line at the replimat. Uh, there's uh, uh, there's uh, there's no room on the holodecks. They've been booked for weeks. Uh, uh, this, this place is cramped. And this is this is a small station to begin with. And it's like Deep Space Nine busy because of the wow. number of ships that are parked here. It's just not meant to deal with ten ships plus a galaxy class ship plus a a cavort class bird of prey. It's just too many people. And they're like okay. you know the the, the brass there uh, the the Vulcan who was in charge, uh, uh, Tamek, uh, she's like, you got, you got to get Captain. You got to get on schedule. You got to get out of here. Uh, we are, um, we're, we're, we're busy. Okay, um, okay. Let's see if there are people that we can talk to to keep things running efficiently and to get us out of your hair as quickly as possible. And any other uh, adjustments that can be made for the benefit of the station. Do I need to talk to the fucking Klingons? Would you like me? <laughs> you you <laughs> might want to have a word if you wanted to with your with your counterpart, uh, 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 Captain Akul, uh, who's like he's just been running the show. He's been looking after the engineers, making sure that all the work is getting done. Mm-hmm. But of course, he's making sure that his yeah. ship is going to be ready first, which is putting the much more complicated Galaxy class ship behind schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's not like. The Klingons can work on the Galaxy-class ship. No, exactly. <laughs> the Klingons can't even work on their own ship at this no. point. because the, So they're taking all of the resources from our repairs and our work and just basically uh, monopolizing all of the stuff that's on the station for themselves and not giving anything back, which isn't fair. So we're going to have a discussion with them. And that's sure. Captain O'Cool is the captain of this other ship. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So we're going to pull him into a meeting. I'm going to bring you with me. So he, he's not. Uh, he, he doesn't <laughs> respond to your messages uh, to, to request for meetings. Uh, yeah. But you are able to find uh, from uh, an aide of his that uh, uh, the captain is quite busy overseeing the uh, retrofits of the fleet. And uh, he, uh, however, um, is uh, every morning uh, he's at the... Um, uh, the the Klingon side of the ship, the station. There is a uh, a particular. I mean, it's a bar. It's not. It's not. It's not a cafeteria. They're at the Klingon bar, and and he's there each morning with his men. And if you want to have a moment to speak with him, that is where he is there. Uh, other times he is just busy with his duties, <sighs> as you should too, Captain. The assistant that says to you, <laughs> Yeah, I know. But the thing is, is if he's monopolizing all of the resources and he's causing not just for our ship, but if he's causing uh, efficiency problems across the station. To the point where you've lost your chief of engineer. Yeah, I know. Like, like so, he's so exhausted he, he's been sent away. Then that's a problem that needs to be addressed. 
uh, and by uh, taking what a morning out of my day to go address that problem could increase productivity tremendously okay. as long as the resources are spread out the way they're supposed to be to optimize efficiency across the station. Would you like to bring anyone with you to the Klingon bar in the morning? I'm bringing uh, Commander Haddock here with me because he served with the yeah. Klingons in 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 <laughs> their uh, in their stuff for quite a while. Yeah, heart of a Klingon warrior, yeah. or heart of a warrior rather is is, is one of his values. <sighs> Good. Um, Haddock served as a um, a transfer officer on his ship. Yeah. Uh, according to a service record, at some point uh, the ship fell under attack from uh, uh, from Romulans, and uh, uh, and there the, was a mutiny. And the ship was was uh, not doing so well. The captain was killed, and Commander Haddock. Uh, assumed command of the ship, uh, actually knocking out the XO on board to take control of the ship because the XO was ready to kamikaze the ship and take the whole ship and the crew down to destroy the Romulans. And he saw uh, had a, a better way out of living to fight another day, and was able to save the crew from the from the from the ambush, but in in a strategic retreat. So some Klingons may see this as an honorable victory. Other Klingons may see this as a cowardly victory. And hmm. so the uh, uh, his his value, uh, uh, heart of a warrior, was dropped onto him from from that experience of standing up to the Klingons and taking over the ship, uh, but also immediately transferred back to. At that point, he was then transferred onto the Enterprise. Yeah, like, that's uh, <laughs> like we need to. I need to stick around. Come, come very long after. <laughs> that. Let's probably get you out of there. Uh, yeah. But it's one of the reasons why he was assigned to Narendra. He's one of the All few right. Starfleet officers uh, that has had. Um, Direct contact and, and 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 cooperation with the Klingons in the past, mm-hmm. and like can still talk. All right, about so it. I'll I'll bring him with me, and we'll try to have a conversation with these people because if they're monopolizing our resources like that, then they're creating, like I like I've said, they're creating efficiency problems. Mm-hmm. Um, by doing that, mm-hmm. if if the resources are spread out more evenly, not only does everyone get their work done, but everyone gets their work done faster. They're not going to care about efficiency. No, I know they don't care about that, which is why you're coming along with me and why we're going to put our foot down about that because at the end of the day, whether they like it or not, this station and these resources are ours. Mm-hmm. And we are sharing with them. <laughs> <laughs> and they need to uh, remember that. So uh, that morning, um, you you wake up to uh, uh, some more uh, reports from uh, the engineering crew, uh, apologizing that they will be delayed on the fitting on the horizon because they've been requested to uh, attend to the Akul first, uh, and uh, but they they will mm-hmm. be working triple shifts uh, for the twenty third day in a row uh, to, uh, to to get this done, and uh, and so they apologize to you for the delays, Captain, but they will be getting to the horizon as soon as possible. All right, what can we uh, <laughs> what can we do about that? Well, we're going to go talk to... Can we order these uh, workers to go to our ship first? Do we have operational authority to do so? I mean, both you and Akul are are of matching ranks. And uh, uh, in terms of you are in charge of the Starfleet officers, they do technically report to you. But like I said, in your absence, Akul has just assumed... Alpha status. Here's, oh, <laughs> here's so here's, what I think. Here's Captain. an idea. Yeah. If we go to him in the bar and beg for our resources back, he's gonna laugh in our faces. If we just take them if back and wait them, for him to come talk to us, then, then we exactly. Then I think we that's have the, the best hand. move. Right, Knowing Captain, you are expected to like immediately head on a mission with him. <laughs> right, the two well, of you are looking. He needs after this to respect convoy. us if we're going to go on a mission together. <laughs> no, no, I agree. I agree fully. All right, cool. So, um, uh, so we are. What re- should we name? What do they name a Klingon bar? What's a good. Uh, the Harry uh, Targ. 
Oh, yeah. Sure, yeah, no, very tough. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, yeah, you got Bloodbath and Beyond. Uh, we don't, we don't go to, we don't go to the, the bar for him in the morning, which is when those people contact us and they're just like, hey, you know, we've been requested over here, but mm-hmm. we'll get to you. We need to work a triple shift. We go, no, you've been reassigned to work on our shift and you'll be working your standard hours only. And we only take as many people from there as we need to, to make sure that the resources are split evenly. We okay. make an even distribution of resources to optimize efficiency. And whatever people that we feel we can send over to their ship to continue their retrofits, we do so. But we order the other engineers who are being taken advantage of to return to their jobs on our ship, and we move forward that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if Captain O'Cool has, has a problem, then he may come discuss that with us. But this is the way the ship and the station are supposed to be run, and this is the way it will be run until I'm no longer posted here. End of transmission. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and there's like this engineering core because there's like a team of engineers who work on the station as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they're like, um, yeah, yes, sir. So they're going to head to the horizon instead. They've been yeah. like re- reassigned. If he has a problem, he can come fight me for it. And <laughs> now, <laughs> not to go talk to him, we should still go to that bar and have a drink. <laughs> okay, oh, okay, yeah, I'm liking that. I'm liking that idea. We will sit there in his bar and have a quiet drink and wait for him to be like, you! And come over oh, to the bar. Oh, that's, that's actually what exactly what I was going to do. Yep, all right, let's do that. Okay, all right, so so uh, we, we head over to Bloodbath and Beyond, and uh, <laughs> it's just what the humans are calling the place. It, it, is, it, is, a, it is a Klingon bar with a, with a very guttural back-of-the-throat sound to it, so people are just like, oh, Bloodbath and Beyond. Uh, and, <laughs> Two blood wines, please. And, and this is it. Like the Klingon breakfast is blood wines and knife arm wrestling. And so it's like <laughs> knife arm it's, it's that stupid arm wrestling game they play with two daggers pointing up at their hands. Whoever arm goes down first, both hands go through the knives. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's these, these guys. They're the kinds who like they'll keep hitting their heads into each other until both of them pass out. So uh, <laughs> they're, it's it's very much the pirates swinging off the chandelier with grog music playing in the background. Uh, yeah, when right. you Okay. Klingons are a jovial people, and you know they're 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 getting close to heading out on a mission, which means they're the partying is getting louder because the closer they get off, it's like we party today because tomorrow we die, yeah. and and they're expecting they get, like a dangerous mission. They get wrought up. with you know they've heard of bandits and 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 the Orions used to be out here. Oh, it's gonna be glorious and honor, and uh, you know it awaits us, and uh, they're 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 ready for it. So they're psyching themselves up. So so you hear the bar down the hall before like the <laughs> corridor long before you get up there like even through the bulkheads every time the door opens it's a blast of noise and the door closes <laughs> again and uh. um and sure enough, this bar has been set in like inside the center of the station. There's no windows outside. It's all it's smoky. It's they've lowered the lights down. They've got the blood wine is flowing. You're thinking the people that are here for breakfast might have started at dinner last night. And uh, <laughs> and and there's there's a few Klingons stumbling out and they're holding those shoulders over each other and ah they hit each other and they knock one out and he's lying on the ground, blood on the floor and someone's dragging him off to and it's just you know a day as a Klingon and. Um, uh, and as you open the door, and the door opens up, and you see the scene <laughs> in it, uh, it's obvious who Akul is. He's at the height, uh, like he's at the place of uh, honor there on the, uh, the higher booth at the back. Uh, uh, with uh, uh, even even eating his meal, he's got uh, 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 his uh, his officers, his senior staff that are nearby, and there's those who they want to be close. Think. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Eric from True Blood. When you walk into the in, 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 into his bar in in that first season, uh, but uh, he, he's having his meal. He's keeping. I mean, it is his breakfast time. And and uh, uh, there's a 
uh, uh, some uh, other off- Klingon officers are trying to get his attention, and he's like, "I'm on my break," <laughs> and, he's and, he's, and and he's talking to someone and going through a battle. He's telling some like anecdote about a fight he had with some Cardassians twenty years ago, and um, and he's an older captain. He's grizzled. He's quite abrasive. Uh, he's got um. This gnarly, like three scratch scar down one side of his face, and uh, uh, and and you know, and he's 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 just there. He's there in uniform. He's eating with his hands and chewing them all up. There's food all in his beard, and uh, and uh, you know, the few Klingons who notice the the two humans. I mean, yes, half Beta Z walk in uh, to the bar are immediately like, you know, they kind of stop. And they put their things down and they turn towards you, like getting all uh, um, just an aggressive posture because this is a this is a Klingon bar on the Klingon side of the ship. And, mm-hmm. you know, this is where Klingons can be Klingons without the judgmental eyes of Starfleet on them. Oh, yeah. And so, no. so they cross their arms and it's like it's very much like a are you sure you want to be here look on their face. <laughs> oh, yes, we do. <laughs> oh, God. Two blood wines, please. The bartender behind is like, uh, he says something like, Two watered-down blood wines coming up. He immediately says, Hey, we don't need watered-down blood wines. <laughs> and he just kind of laughs and roars. And he, and he brings us like, um, uh, uh, It's too early for blood wine. Fire wine for the Federation officers. And he brings two goblets that are on fire. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Very well. Is that and, their and version few... of coffee? <laughs> Basically. Okay. Raptagino is their version Gino of coffee, coffee, which you are a fan of. We've already established. No coffee in the universe. Oh, yeah, that's right. And we have established that Schofield is a fan. <laughs> <sighs> All right. And we I'm will sit down. Fire wine. We will sit down and have our Okay, Enjoying the fire wine will be a daring plus security role. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> now can it has I a argue, difficulty of zero, but you're rolling for effects. Can I argue that my value, heart of a warrior, gives me uh, bonuses to this roll? I think it's a metaphorical. Uh, well, I mean, you can cash in that value for a determination point to immediately get a one, but uh, this is a difficulty I'm not, zero. I'm not cash so you're rolling two d20s and you're adding those two stats together. Mm-hmm. And it's just you a matter of daring getting, plus and daring security? and security. Okay. And however many number of dice you roll, um, so like two the, successes. So both of them were successes. Yes. Me as well. And so you both get successes. So both of you are going to roll two d6s for each of your successes. And if you roll a five or a six, let me know. Nope. 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 Uh, did anyone roll ones or twos? I have one two. Okay, so you got a two and you got a one. So you take one point of stress damage. And you can take two points of stress damage <laughs> because it's burning up the insides of My you. My previous is, stress it damage is, is gone. Well, yes. you're all, all, yeah, yeah. Zerx, is, is, uh, that, 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 that is, you, you've all recovered your stress. So you all, so you do take. You take damage from like this is this is not meant for a human. This is acidic. It's on. It actually is on fire. It's, it's, it's a little bit like drinking fire. like 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 that molten sugar. Like it's not good for you. This is bad. <laughs> You're gonna need to maybe you know talk to a doctor later. Yep. But, but we hold our composure. But you hold your composure. You didn't roll any effects. It didn't take it, and it's sort of. Uh, uh, and, and, the, and the Klingons like, oh, they're all their pet. And then they start ordering the real blood wines. They're bringing it around. <laughs> okay. like, the hazing is continued. And, uh, it's the hazing. And as you notice around the room, you see that uh, Akul has stopped eating his, his, uh, his squid breakfast, his squid fest. Squid I take fest. a bite of my own squid. Oh, the gawk? <laughs> no, no, they, they, they have the gawk, but then they also just have like, whatever they're eating, it's usually still alive. Mm. Is that's yeah. It's best served raw and wriggling. Good. 
So <laughs> delicious. Good, great. Well, whatever. As long as it gets the point across and gets things back on schedule, I'll spend my morning getting tortured by this garbage. <laughs> so you have, you have earned the respect of some of the officers here in this bar, and Akul has noticed the entrance of the Starfleet captain and his mm. first officer. At, at some point or another, somebody may bring him an itinerary <laughs> and uh, notify him of That's some changes point. that have been made while we sit here. <laughs> We're not walking up there to talk to him, but he's <laughs> noticed know. that we're here. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah and he's good. not walking down to talk to you, okay, and he good. just noticed that you're here. Good. <laughs> good. We'll wait. <laughs> I will enjoy a, a squid breakfast. Okay, so you get your food, your things going, and, and sure enough, time passes, and just as you predicted, uh, you see a, uh, a, a worried-looking Klingon walking in <laughs> with a data pad, <laughs> making his way through the bar to the back. This he hands it to a cool. A cool sees the pad. You slam it down to the ground. You hear uh, 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 an attack. Uh, the, 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 the young officer who gave him, like, the whole, like, don't shoot the messenger does not apply to the Klingon culture. <laughs> so this guy, he's not dead, but he's, he's, been, he's been knocked off of, like, the, the, the top step where oh, this the, booth the is. Thing. And he falls down to the ground. And, uh, and, and he, you know, he, he's, like, you know, bows his head to him and he apologizes for, you, know, you hear this, all this yelling in Klingon. And, 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 he, and he gets up and, 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 and he makes his way over to, to the bar where the two of you are enjoying your... Your uh, very still alive uh, breakfast. I keep eating my your breakfast. Your mealworm cereal, whatever it is they <laughs> Good, have. he's heard the news. I can stop yeah. eating this wretched food. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, and, and, and yeah, he just makes his way and he's, uh, 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 and, and he referred to Captain Schofield. Ah, Captain O'Cool. To what do I owe this pleasure? Uh, what is the meaning of? Uh, and he's, he's like, what is? What, what, what's the meaning of all of this? We we have a schedule to meet to, and the the Mapool needs to be uh, up and ready. And and you you move resources that were already assigned today uh, uh, to to this. Uh, and and he's like the, the the lack of respect. Uh, and 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 how dare you go over his head? You just uh, let me know. We may be of equal rank, in. but but, oh. but 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 his years of service. Uh, mm. uh, he is the more senior officer. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, and <laughs> you're just responding. <laughs> yeah, I just I just stare at him like, and I wait until he's done yelling uh, and and whatnot uh, before Captain Schofield stands mm-hmm. and in a very measured tone he says, "This is a Federation station. Those are my engineers. I am giving you my resources so that we may get onto this at the same time." The monopolization of those resources mm-hmm. and engineers has caused them to work overtime shifts mm-hmm. while they've been working on your ship and no progress has been made on my ship. That is unacceptable. That is not something that you would accept and it's certainly not something I'm going to accept. Oh, hey, you know what? He does have a value, as I've noticed now. <laughs> Inefficiency is intolerable. Mm-hmm. And you are appealing to that. He's also <laughs> got another value. Do what I tell you the moment I tell you to do it. Okay. So, so these two are right now warring. Okay. And and we're seeing sort of which one is going to win out right now. Well, I've got d- d- diplomacy is always an option. Yeah. So, so we I'm, are I'm we are trying to talk to him. We are in a that. in a combat. It's a social combat scene. Okay. We are going to roll against each other. Okay. Uh, in this, and uh, we get to decide here: is it um, presence or reason? That, like, are you trying to appeal to his logic? Are you trying to appeal to his emotions, uh, his warrior heart? Or are you trying to just overpower him with your presence? A little of, those of three? a little of logic and overpowering with the presence, because so it's which like, one does better for you? By um, 
I would say I'd want to use control and well, command. Well, of presence and reason, which is the two that's better? Of presence and reason, reason. Reason? Yeah. So, and, uh, and, then, and then, yeah, of course, command gets, gets and then And then it. command, because he's basically saying that, like, look, monopolizing all of these resources and taking everything for yourself is causing a drastic inefficiency. In addition to that, we're supposed to be working as a team. So if you take everything and you leave first and I'm behind schedule, then I cannot help you as a member of that team. You have to work with me, not next to me. Okay, so he got one success and one complication. Okay, and but I'm not rolling... just a failure. He rolled. I rolled. I rolled into a complication. Oh shit! <laughs> so he's about to say something. Uh, so I want to roll foolish. reason and command. Is that correct? And that's two d twenties. Uh, two d twenties. Yes, unless okay. you want to add in, like, if you've got a focus here, like I think you have a diplomacy focus. Yes, I do. You can roll in a third tw- uh, dice into that. Okay. Uh, oh wait, no, no, no! Sorry, I'm mixing things up. That's that's purchasing dice. The focus uh, means that if you roll between one and five, because your command is five, yep. command you'll, is four. You'll, you'll get a success. Oh, your command is four. Yeah, my command is four. You'll get a you'll get a success between one and four. Oh, wait, no! I oh, thought at but the end when of the I'm day, around, he can we use move, my command, right? We move we moved things around. Uh, we'll figure it out between episodes. Your your command is at five. Yes, yeah, so yeah, shifted my, something. Yeah, my my oh. command was was moved to five. And um, then one of them would have been rolled down. Yeah, I think my number. engineering was brought to four. Yeah. Uh, I basically switched the two of them yeah. at the end of the last thing because of uh, level up and whatnot. Experience. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to attempt. So I'm just rolling the two d20s. Uh, yeah. And the assist can come from your first officer if you want him to well, assist you. Well, I'm, uh, in, in I'm staying out until he says yeah, yeah, yeah. he wants me to step uh, in. I'm two successes. Him. Two successes. So, so you 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 you, uh, you win out in this, and, no. and 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 you've clearly made your point. And the other clingers are like, he's making a good point. And do we really want to be the bullies on this station? Yeah. And uh, and that's exactly the complication I'm putting. Isn't so much that he says something foolish, but you do turn the other officers that are all nearby who've been like watching these these Federation uh, officers coming and drinking the blood wine eating their food and speaking to them with respect and honor and you're making the captain like, you know what? Captain's looking yeah. like a bit of a bully here. Yeah, you were being an asshole. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and everyone just decides to just get back to work. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I'm not going to tell you to stop being an asshole. I am just going to take half the resources and we're going to work as a team like we're supposed to. And so, so, uh, so then he grabs the, 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 the attache that came in with the data pad for him. He's like, did you hear the captain? We work as a team. Now get to work. And he <laughs> throws him off, and he storms out, trying to like still save face. Okay, good. <laughs> and, uh, and and there you go. You have met uh, uh, Captain Akul. There is. You can go to the ship's computers, and I've got like background history on him if you want to read his file. Um, but uh, or or we can just keep moving on. I, I might um, I might do that at a later time. But before we leave the thing, I would like to raise a glass to the wisdom of Captain Akul. <laughs> to the captain. To the captain. To the captain. To the captain. Ah! And, we, and we fade out and of that people scene. People punch each other. We have uh, we have two other characters in this episode. Of course, we have. Sorry. Uh, we, oh no, it's fine. That was that was a scene that needed to happen. Uh, that, <laughs> we have. Um, uh, oh, I have a crap. Uh, where did I put your character sheet? Uh, uh, I had Andy? something prepared to say, but. I'm glad that you I'm did. proud of you, Captain. I'm you glad had, you, uh, you had your whole thing. <laughs> I'm glad settled. you didn't have to step in because yeah. I think that it would have gone cat bloody. If so you we got did. <laughs> we got Steve Armstrong and Arjun O'Kear, uh, and we're actually going to start with uh, uh, Steve. You're the ensign, but you're you've been on board the Horizon almost as long as everyone else. So you you've been assigned to uh, to uh, uh, welcome our new science officer on board and give him a tour of the ship. And uh, uh, Arjun O'Kear is a. Uh, a science officer, but also a, a, a joined trill. Uh, so this is a trill that has a, a symbiote living inside of him uh, that has uh, lived other lives. And whenever um, 
the the host trill uh, dies, uh, the symbiote is then passed on to another trill, and and so their memories are passed on through through multiple lives, and uh, uh, we we haven't established how many lives uh, Okir. So it's the, the doctor of so, Star Trek. So uh, Ojin is his is his given name, and Okir is the symbiote name. So he's uh, so the Okir every so. Uh, there would have been another trill before Arjun, whose last name would have been Okir, and another trill before Arjun, and they all carried the the Okir. So it's it's kind of like it's kind of like Chogal in the sense that like it's it's their name is both of their names combined. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. they are they are a joined species. There is no one over the other. Okir and Arjun are the same, uh, uh, and they share a shared life uh, with with one experience. But Okir or Arjun has. Uh, 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 at his resources, and uh, is Arjun male? Male. Yeah. So Arjun has at his resources a um, uh, the, the shared experiences of previous lives that they can mm. tap into, and they can yep. they're kind of there, but they can also meditate and 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 even go through like like hypnotically going through and reliving those those to get more specific details it's... from the symbiote directly. So it's wow. uh, there uh, the the trill are <clears throat> the symbiote isn't a secret among the trill. They just don't talk about it to yeah. a lot of people. So for a long time, also, the Federation wasn't I... quite aware of, of how the symbiotes worked. But Jadzia Dax, the science officer on Deep Space Nine, is also a joined trill, oh, and Jesus. it's through that job. Um, that we've learned a lot more about the trill. They probably don't talk about it a lot because yeah, it's fucking also, gross. <laughs> I was also going to point out... It's also very personal. The, the symbiotes don't go, uh, go back to their previous lives once the, the previous host dies. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's other there's rules of taboo among the trill culture. Um, the 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 idea of taking on a a symbiote is to enrich that symbiote's life with new experiences. So even though yep. you take on the memories of a previous life, you're not supposed to go back and find your old wife or your old family. That's a that's a life has died, and now you are you are a new person and a new a new life form, and and so to enrich with a new experience for that symbiote. So there's there's laws in trill society to prevent uh, the uh, reconnecting old relationships and and old uh, and stuff lives, like that. Yeah. And it's just expected uh, when when they're chosen. Now, uh, of joined trill, it's a small percentage of trill that uh, qualify uh, to to be joined, and even a smaller percentage of that who actually do get selected to be joined. So it's a bit like the astronaut program. Uh, only 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 the only the uh, only a few uh, ever uh, make it that far. The, the 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 symbiotes are are not that many in number. I mean, there's maybe most uh, trills are not joined. But. Yeah, most trills are not joined, and most trills are never even selected for candidacy. Um, hmm. And uh, and and so, but those drills who are joined are also very likely to end up serving in Starfleet. So those who serve in Starfleet are more likely to come across a joined trail than an unjoined trail. The, the the an unjoined trail just tends to stay home and 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 keep a more simple life on on their home world. So there are some exceptions though. There's always exceptions to the rules, but Arjun is our story right now. And Arjun yeah. and Steve are uh, on the horizon getting a tour. And uh, Brent, I'll let you, where, where, where would you like to show Arjun around first? Where's your favorite place in the horizon? Where would you take him? <laughs> uh, I, I think a great place to start would be uh, uh, down at, uh, do we have a 10 forward? Yeah, we have we have a we definitely have a mess hall. We've never named it, but it's definitely in the same place that Ten Fort is held. Uh, but I don't think it's done up Guinan style with like the LED lighting and all like low <laughs> mood. It's more of just like uh, like Neelix's mess hall. But, okay, right. It's a little bit more brightly lit and it's more functional. Right. Unless we want to create a support character that makes it more interesting, we, we we haven't defined it. So for now, it's just it's at the mess hall. Okay. It's, it's your it's your box out of the box <laughs> mess hall. So. Okay, I, th- I think that's probably a good place to start uh, uh, after, you know, having introductions, have you walk yeah. through the ship. Uh, the so, 
So Stephen Prince is in there running a game of poker, and uh, you've got uh, uh, Volsar is having a drink over by uh, by by the because they're both still alive, so they're still on the ship. And <laughs> and, 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 and he's, he's of course he's um, uh, uh, Prince is always playing by like these really custom Texas Hold'em uh, rules <laughs> that are like always like people aren't quite sure if he's gaming the system by by like you know uh, you know uh, queens are wild, jokers are ones, and it keeps changing everything around just to mess people up. And um, and you've got a uh, uh, Volsar is uh, off. Uh, he's got he's got some work out on him, and he's he's, he's having a because uh, it's still I guess morning, so he's having his his, his morning breakfast, but looking over some uh, of the day's work. And um, you know, there's there's other you know, officers, non commissioned officers, and the like that are all just. Uh, Moving around and 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 anyone who's a gold shirt, <laughs> who's part of the engineering department, just looks exhausted. Oh. <laughs> they are just. They, some of them are. They they they're talking hushed tones. They're giving out. They're they're heading off to work. They're grabbing their toolkits and they they can't stay for long. And and the other scientists on board are just they're bored because they're waiting to get into their mission and they're wishing <laughs> they could help their friends out. But uh, um, there's an excitement. Do I hear a do I hear a couple of mutters of dead man walking? With the, with the engineering team, <laughs> a little bit, yeah. There's there's some there's some there's some uh, uh, ribbing going on about how they don't know all the work, and but then there's the jokes at the end of the, like once we get these things running, you're the ones who are going to be tired once we get out there, <laughs> and so uh, uh, you know there's some excitement like these new sensors that are being installed, the new shields. Uh, there's uh, this is this is you know we're finally going on this survey that uh, we've been waiting and three I'm, adventures for. My character's for. chomping at the bit to get out, get start doing those scams. <laughs> yeah. So, well, exactly, and that's actually um, Arjun uh, was specifically selected to fill in for Vols, uh, for uh, Lassabo because of um, Arjun's uh, background with um, uh, 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 quantum mechanics and um, electromagnetism and things like that. So, going to be uh, an asset when it comes to dealing with the, with the mysteries of the Shackleton Expanse. Oh, good. Yeah, it's going to be helpful. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, how do I? Uh, you know, I, I keep calling you sir, but uh, uh, I've never met a, a join. Oh, I guess before. we should. How do I uh, address you, Lieutenant? Lieutenant Argent. Uh, Lieutenant uh, Argent. He comes on board with the rank of lieutenant. Okay. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah. Argent is fine. Argent is fine. Ar- All right. Argent's fine, Ensign. I, I I I needed to ask, sir. So I come down here to the the mess hall. I. Uh, I will say, by the way, just sorry, don't mean yep. to break up the momentum. Um, the success of the Ugh. previous scene. I'm going to throw three momentum onto the table. You can use momentum at any time in a scene to take one and ask me a question. If you want to learn about the character's backstory or something about the chapter, if you want to obtain information uh, to to learn, you can spend momentum to ask the question. Okay, wait. So if those, are, if those tokens, those are, momentum, are threat. Okay, those are the threat. Okay. Those are threat. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I get two threat for every player at the table oh to start the game. And there's no momentum to start with until you start rolling successes. Oh, boy. But you rolled real well against a cool and against Firewine that Whew. you generated some momentum right away. Whew. Is it getting cold in here? No. Way no, to go, no, Cap. Because I did turn down the heat. Uh, so, yeah, you're in 10-4. Yeah, you're yeah, hanging out. Come down here to, to, things are too crazy in the space station. <laughs> uh, it, you know, I, I Understatement. I I've, been, I've been on board the station hearing about the horror stories about the... Captain O'Cool, was it? Yep. Yep. Captain O'Cool with the Mapool, yeah. <laughs> it's cool that they made it rhyme that uh, way. A Mapool is Klingon for Basically hammer. Run run. So it's really, it's the IKS hammer. Sounds about right. That's pretty cool. The uh, hammer and the horizon. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I just came back from, from a shuttle ma- mission that went awry, and I thought I needed to, to be around people, uh, but there's too many people in the Starbase, so I'm just here in the mess hall... Collecting myself, waiting for us. Wait, you're, to... you're no, no, yeah. Your and... that runabout? 
Yeah, Steve Armstrong is Ensign's social anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. No, I, it's like, wait, your crew, your group was the sh- that runabout that came in, that wreck of a runabout? Yeah, that was a fun trip. I, uh, <laughs> not, not scoring any points as a helmsman with, uh, that uh, this, is where you, this is where if you if you if you've been paying attention to our seventh C game, you'd be taking all the credit for <laughs> things that everyone else had done, making yourself into a local folk hero. I took out nine <laughs> Neanderthals with my bare hands, <laughs> but, but no, you've instead opted to just tell the truth. No, no, no. He said <laughs> to be to be fair. He said he wasn't making any friends with his piloting skills, <laughs> but he didn't say anything about his that's ability true, to true. fight. Oh, yeah. well, you're not here. You're not here, Haddock. You can't defend him. You're on your own, Ensign. <laughs> yeah, it was it was crazy. We had we had these these monsters that I thought that were chasing us, and 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 I managed to d- distract them the the whole time we were down there, so they could repair the repair the shuttle. It was it was a whole adventure. How do you is 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 Steve is our Ensign here in a yellow shirt or a red shirt? Uh. A uh, Steve Armstrong's a red shirt. Yeah, he's in the command track, and he's the comms okay. officer. I, I was I wanted to make sure if he was in a yellow shirt, I was like, and you're still alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we all we all we all made it. We all made so, it. It got it got a little a little close there. I mean, there was there's a giant right, space tiger that we had Every to fight. Last one you know, I helped. Uh, we, we we did a good job. I managed to do it without getting blood all over me. It was fantastic. Really, really, despite all odds. <laughs> despite all the odds. <laughs> I got off the planet blood-free. There was a non-zero number of crew members who returned covered in blood. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sounds like it's going to be a mission that's going to be interesting to read the after-action report on. Everyone survived. <laughs> everybody survived. Not everybody got off the planet blood-free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a little hectic, so I don't know. I've just been uh-huh. spending some time here uh, uh, catching up on some reading. I would avoid... The uh, card game going on over there. The rules always seem to be changing on me, and I don't know why they're playing poker first thing in the morning. That He's first thing in the morning, or is it just five. a very late running game? <laughs> uh, it's hard to tell. Uh, everyone's been working different shifts. They're all sleeping on. And I think we've established at this point now, Stephen Prince has been reassigned to the night crew. So <laughs> 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 this is his evening for him. <laughs> yeah. So the. Uh, uh, we we move on to you know, the ship. Eventually, does get uh, the 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 retrofit. Uh, the the sensors get installed. Uh, the Klingons are, are are satisfied to go. Uh, uh, the the sensors and the shields on the ship are are pretty much done, Captain. We're ninety percent there. We can finish the rest of them on journey. Yeah. <laughs> and so they've got everything they need on board. So they're going to finish uh, uh, you know the, the last a, little bits on board. It's a galaxy class ship. I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. we can just Every, move the resources on can, board and finish going. it on the road. So so you got your <laughs> sensors. So uh, I have um, the. Uh, the stats for the ship when uh, when I find them uh, are going to have uh, you're going to get a an advantage uh, on um, the upgrades to the ship sensor systems are providing a modest advantage to the ship. Uh, it will reduce the difficulty of relevant tasks whenever using the sensors. The the difficulty is going to be dropped by one. Oh, good. Uh, so uh, so that's kind of neat. I that's actually good. That that saves us one whole that's that, one whole die. That's, that's one missing, whole yeah. success less than normal than we yeah. would need. So the for, the for difficulty shit, will, nice. will will drop down. So that's that, yeah, that'll be handy. Um, Soup's handy. Yes. Yeah. So the uh, uh, oh right, we moved our security up to two. We we leveled it up, and the science came down to three. So the uh, 
the horizon uh, departs, and uh, and you're you're on your mission. And uh, the captain, we now you know we we have uh, that scene the sh- in space as the ship's going through, and we get a captain's log. Yeah, you, you may. All right, captain's log, Stardate four eight five seven three point one. After some much-needed shore leave, we have resupplied the ship and spent two weeks tweaking our sensor suites for more effective and efficient use while exploring the Shackleton Expanse. Starfleet Command wasted little time in giving us the means to test those refined systems. We've been tasked with shepherding a supply convoy to Array 3-5, one of the Joint Federation Klingon research posts deep within the Expanse. So, you're traveling uh, right now through the Expanse at warp en route to the... uh to array three five, and uh, uh, the Mapool is on one side of the escort convoy, and, and you're on the other. And between you are the ten ships that uh, you're you're moving. And you're just you're making your way uh, at, at just cruising speed, which is around like I think warp five or warp six. It's very um, Battlestar Galactica. It, yeah, you're just moving your way there, and. Uh, uh, you know, this gives you opportunity. Like, you know, where are you spending your time during these two weeks? As as the ships, uh, the sensor has been working on, and um, you know, you've been, you know, things have been finicky <laughs> as I'm getting installed. Uh, every now and then, you'll you're you're ordering your Arachnogino from from the ready room, and then the replicator kind of just turns on and just keeps pouring coffee out. And you're like, <laughs> and then it pours proper coffee, and you kind of like. You know, splash it off the the, the, the table, uh, <laughs> get that cleaned up. <laughs> Anson Armstrong, clean that up. So, <laughs> Anson Armstrong, I require you in my ready room with the towel again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to have spent those two weeks um, better familiarizing myself with the crew since I'm new to this ship. And a first officer's first responsibility is understanding the crew. Yeah, so you I mean you, you work the decks, you yeah. get to know the different department heads and and uh, uh, the the different people that are working there. Uh, people are excited to 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 have uh, uh, an exciting young first officer on board, and um, you know they've certainly heard a lot about what you did with the captain on on the planet. The story is kind of like every time you hear it, the story is kind of there's been a telephone going through. Like there was, a, there was there was like some giant monsters that attacked you. There's stone golems in one case. They heard the Romulans were involved. <laughs> And like every like all these stories are kind of like rolling in on each other. Like it, it was a Romulan assassination attempt to stop you after your disgrace <laughs> in Vital Shiar in, in their first mission. And so like it's, it's kind of getting out. You're like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's like a, it's, it's all classified. A, a river, a river of blood. <laughs> I can't confirm or deny any of the wacky shit you're saying right now. It's all classified. So and basically, our first officer's getting his ego fluffed. <laughs> so as you leave one of the science departments and you walk out into the hallway, uh, the, the the lights in the hallway flicker off and flicker on, and it just, it's been happening kind of on and off over the last two weeks, uh, uh, like a little overloading in some ODS conduits, and they're trying to get the, the new sensors to balance out, and uh, they're causing, you know, uh, random power drains throughout the ship. Who's our uh, acting chief engineer? We don't have one. We would have to create the support character uh, in this moment. Let's do we, that. We should do that. So uh, that I can haggard that person <laughs> for the ship being in such terrible state. <laughs> we uh, we think alike. <laughs> first officer, no, first officer. Would you, would you be first officer, Commander Haddock? Yes. Yeah. All right. 
Number First officer one. Commander Pretty sure that's what you hired Go him find for. our chief engineer, bring your big crazy space knife with you, and <laughs> shake him down for information. <laughs> Just so why the fuck the ship keeps buggering up like this all the time. I have coffee all over the floor, and Ensign Armstrong's having to clean that up the third day in a row. While yeah. I'm making course corrections, because we keep losing the left engine for a second. <laughs> yeah. I'll get right on that. This is your 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 engineer. Uh, mm-hmm. We're gonna assign attributes of ten nine nine eight eight seven. Um, so I have uh, gonna give the ten to control because he's your engineer. That's helpful. Uh, nine. nine in reason. Nine uh, eight. Nine in daring. Eight insight. Uh, eight fitness. Seven presence. And uh, the disciplines uh, scores four three two two one one. So four in engineering. That makes sense. Um, uh, uh, three into science. Uh, sounds interesting. And then uh, two, two, one, one. Okay, cool. So we have, uh, and then after the three focuses for the character, I'm going to give uh, um, conduits, uh, Jeffrey's tubes, and tribbles. Of course. <laughs> Why? Well, do you want to come up with a different focus? No, that's fine. Yeah, that's wrong with he's just yeah. a triple enthusiast. Mm. He really he's got, a triple enthusiast. He's a triple and, collector. Uh, uh, and it's then like finishing Pokemon. up, he has a pet Tribble, <laughs> who he's treated to to not be pregnant all the time. You know. so we have got his Tribble fixed. Got his Tribble fixed. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Remember, Tribbles was... are good Klingon detectors. Tribbles and Klingons don't get along. No, but it may come in handy later. We'll just launch it out of a tube at the Klingon <laughs> ship if it causes problems. Oh heck, Captain Lorca actually has one on in Discovery. If you actually yeah. look at his ready room. Keeping him dangerously close to the uh, fortune cookies. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is a man who likes to live on the edge. What have you been up to for two weeks, Captain? Oh, getting myself acquainted with the new ship. Oh yes. You gonna break this one again? <laughs> Okay, look, the damage on the last <laughs> ship wasn't yeah. that bad. This is great. Uh, his name is Chief Engineer Cherney. Cherney? Jared Cherney. Thank you for supporting us on Patreon. <laughs> oh, God. So Jared Cherney is your Chief Engineer. Uh, he, he, I mean, he, he's, the thing is, on a Galaxy-class ship, you actually have multiple engineering departments. You have multiple chiefs of engineers. It was a thing, and it wasn't until Jordy came around in, in, as chief engineer in the middle way of season two that, like, up until that point, like, you had recurring chiefs throughout the first season of The Next Generation. So it's established Star Trek canon. But there you, is can't, multiple... you can't uh, run the engines 24-7, no. so you need different so shifts. So you got, you, got, you got Chief Cherney, who's uh, he's a chief of engineer right now uh, in, in absence of uh, while... Uh, Monroe is off. Um, He's usually the night shift at the chief. spa, at the stress spa, the stress sex spa. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, medically mandatory uh, prescribed. Uh, stress spa. Uh, so Jared Cherney is your chief of engineer, and he's. Um, uh, you wanted to reach. You want. You were there out in the hallways. You wanted to ask. What's in going order on. to uh, ask what's going on. Yeah. So yeah, you get your com badge and. You're like, Cherney? Cherney, <laughs> what's going on down there? And he's like, power fluctuations, Captain. Uh, this is the commander speaking. Uh, but I appreciate your enthusiasm commander. in my Sorry, I'm just used to saying Captain because we haven't had a commander forever. <laughs> that was out of that was not a character flub. Uh, so Cherney, he apologizes. Uh, they're still dealing with um, uh, power fluctuations throughout the ship. It's um, been two weeks. It's it's these new shields. We've just they're 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 experimental. And Do I need to come down there and fix it myself? Uh, sir, uh, it will not 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 be necessary, sir. We're, we're on it. These uh, just this is just standard. These things just work themselves out. 
Ah, well. Work them out faster. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to swiftly get yourself a reputation of being a very awful man. (laughs) Off frame, communication ends. Meanwhile, in engineering, that goddamn commander's riding my ass. (laughs) (laughs) And then one of the other people in engineering goes, yo, he killed a giant cat. Did you hear it? yeah, Yeah, there's like a bit of like, we can't really... Yo, go to HR a about this. Foot tall cat. We hear that the Mechleth is now running HR. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we got we got the Ractigeno replicator. We've got the hallway fluctuation. Uh, Armstrong, where are you? Uh, are you on the bridge? Or? Yeah, I'm, I'm flying the ship. Cool. Beep, boop, boop. You're, boop, boop, boop. You're flying on the ship, and uh, uh, we've got uh, Okir. Um, uh, where where would we find you at, at this time? At the, at the science station, basically trying to get trying to cu- get accustomed to the new sensors and whatnot. Cool. Is there getting custom test scans? Basically checking to see how they how the results are going with them. Cool. So you uh, yeah you're you're um, you're running through the sensors, and and sure enough, I mean these these things are uh, they're they're doing well and you're able to you know go through your sweeps. I mean it's a little tough to do while you're at warp, but you're going through the diagnostics, everything's are, are working fine. And then um uh in 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 this almost at the same time, uh, as you're working through your diagnostics, your screen Okir just like it uh it oversaturates. It just uh, all everything on the meter just kind of floods up beyond what's on your scopes. And uh. Uh, you're like, well, the hell? Before, and before you can even say the hell, uh, Armstrong, who's flying the ship, beep, boop, 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 uh, <laughs> you, you, you're, you get a proximity alert that uh, there's um, – you get an eximily, a proximity alert that there's an explosion on the pool uh, and, uh, and, 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 and is, it's dropping out of warp. All right. Um, and, uh, oh, shit. So okay. I, uh, I'll, I'll drop us out of warp, and the, the captain... Captain's in the ready room. room. You've got Rakajino right. all over your uniform. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, damn it! I'll, I'll uh, pull us out of, out of, out of warp and, and uh, hail the captain. The Before you can pull yourself out of warp, you get enough time to just hail the captain, and just as you're pulling yourself out of warp, before, as you're putting in the commands, uh, of the, the power fluctuations when you're down in the hallway putting in the call, um, uh, ODS conduits across the ship just begin to overload and... Like in the hallway, you see boo, 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 explosions kind of rolling up. This not explosions, like like sparks, like like yeah, uh, yeah, uh, in the nineties. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and 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 you you can't pull the ship out of warp because you're dropping out of warp. As whatever uh, Okir, what you were picking up on your screen was uh, a, a wave of electromagnetic force coming from in front of the direction of like where you're where you're warping into, and you hit that thing at warp speed, and it. The warp bubble it, it bursts, <laughs> it, it pops out, and 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 the ship is uh, is, is falling out of warp uncontrolled, and uh, and this is what the Mapool had just hit uh, uh, moments before you did. And, well, they were ahead uh, of us. They were just ahead of you. They're they're like if you're thinking of the convoy, they were they were on, they were uh, in front of it, and you're and we're kind in of the off back. to the side. Okay. And um, and uh, and through the ship, and 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 so I need everyone here. Is um, uh, you're on board. Uh, Give me a, just a control uh, and con roll, okay. just to bring okay, the ship uh, into like a control <laughs> stop. I'm I'm talking to Armstrong here, our, our con officer, oh. who's who's flying the ship, because uh, you're you're. You, so that's two d20s. It's just you've had a surge through your warp ship, and your warp bubbles have come destabilized. You've dropped out of light speed, but you're moving uh, like yeah, an uncontrolled descent. I'm rolling two yeah. d20s. You're rolling two d20s. Uh, All right. All right. I gotta. And it's a difficulty of uh, two, of one, so you need you need to have at least one success out of those two die. Uh, all right. Well, I got one. Oh, under. you know what? I'm gonna make it a difficulty two because I'm forgetting you can roll with the ship. Of course. Oh, I we can. have. Uh, who wants to roll for the ship? I'll roll for the ship. 
I was gonna. Can I also roll another uh, with you get, momentum? You get, a, you get another dice from the assist, and and you can buy a dice from momentum. It'll cost you two, because you're getting a die from the assist roll. Yeah, from but the I want to use my untapped potential so we can get more momentum for next uh, for what happens. Let me read next. how untapped potential works again. Yeah, it's when I buy uh, an extra die with momentum after I can roll a d6 and get that. Oh yeah, momentum. yeah, absolutely. So it'll totally still cost you two momentum to do now. that. <laughs> so the uh, it'll be um, engines and con you're rolling and it's a success will be from a two. So here's a oh you got you got, you yeah, got, got dice, dice over there. Uh, it's it better be good Ensign. My shirt's covered in Klingon so you super spend coffee. Momentum? <laughs> oh, oh no. No, it's a 20. That was a bad call. So what am I rolling? I'm rolling. This is what he does when neither of us are on the bridge. <laughs> yep. This, yeah. Oh, I'm going to spend a threat to interrupt your ability to drop out of warp. Make it fair. So. Oh my god. Okay. Um, so what am I rolling? Uh, Just 1d20, you're rolling under 12. Under 12. I rolled a one. Okay. Ooh. Oh, hey, excellent. So, so we get a complication, and we also get like a success. With so two weird things are going to happen, well, and then yeah, how many I successes? One, I got one success. We have enough successes to make it. Okay. And okay. then you didn't get another out of that, right? No, I I, I got a twenty and a. Okay. 18, roll so. roll your d six here. Okay. Because you spent roll, it. Roll a d six. And you're rolling for five or six. Well, it's, it's I spend and succeed. So luckily, I succeeded there. Hey, six momentum. Is that six momentum? Is that the number on the dice that it says? Really? Uh, Holy shit. Because it's That's not. Receives bonus momentum equal to the roll of the command dice and adds the point to threat if an effect is rolled. Okay. So five and six are. So. Because okay. it's not one, two, three, five, six. Okay. One and two are values. Four and uh, Three and four are blank. Five and six are effects. So you rolled an effect. So you add one point of threat if an effect is rolled. Because <laughs> you're untapped potential. Which, which is going to work with this. So the, the, the ship um, does fall out. Okay. We get the I success. start making my way to the bridge as fast as I can. We get the success. So the, we're at a control. However, on the way out to the ship, the 20 is the complication of uh, the inertial dampeners kind of go off for just a bit. And they're like the one thing that stop you from going into the wall when you hit on the brakes. So, oh, crap. So uh, every, everyone... So, yeah, we're... we're- we're doing the bridge. Everyone Get, just make the bridge dance. fitness security roll. Everyone. This is a difficulty okay. zero. But if you okay. fail it, I'll be rolling effects die for the numbers that you fail by, which will add to either stress or, or complications. One more D20. Okay, so I got two successes and one... What's the one where where you okay. roll the same quality as your discipline? That 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 that, that counts I, as an advantage. Okay, so I got two successes and an advantage. Okay, so you okay, are so able I, to I then yell out "brace for impact" to everyone, and uh, and, and so success. it lowers the difficulty, which was already at zero. It would have lowered the difficulty for everyone. Everyone else gets to brace for it. So you got you got a success. That's fine. I got a one, so that's uh, a. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You advantage. get another advantage. So everyone, you're you're doing you're doing pretty good. And what did you do, Okay. I've not rolled yet, but I. I I got a question. Yeah. Okay. I got, I got an answer. Now I understand it's a fitness plus security, so that's a grand total of nine total for my yeah, difficulty. Yeah. It's not high. I roll two d a two d twenty, and if it's uh, under it, it's it. You're you're rolling success. you're rolling two d twenties, but you're not adding those numbers together. It's just the the value of each individual die. Oh. Sorry. Right. It has to meet the target number of the combined two stats. Call. Yeah. So you're just you're rolling at or under nine. Right. So, so I'm rolling under a nine, so or at or under a nine. So okay. roll your first dice. Okay. Yeah. So just tell me what That's each what dice. That's what I was wanting to. Con- that was what I was wanting to confirm. Uh, one success, and I rolled a seventeen on the other dice. Okay. Uh, that's fine. You you succeeded. You only needed the one success. So everyone, everyone, you're not you're not taking any hurt. That's that's all right. <laughs> 
So the uh, <laughs> uh, but but there is there is like reports of like minor injuries across the ship and and like you kind of dropped out and uh, and where we end this episode here is. Um, <laughs> The ship has has dropped out of warp. You've, you've, yeah. you've been hit by by something, uh, something. like magnetic something. Uh, the Mapool, the last thing you saw from the Mapool for it dropped out of warp because you were uh, uh, Steve Armstrong. You were you were uh, on the bridge in front of the view screen. You saw the explosion, uh, and then the the Mapool dropped out of warp, and then you were hit with this um, this this energy uh, overload, and then you all dropped out of warp as well. And uh, Commander, you've made your way to the bridge. Captain, you're you're on the bridge. Uh, and <laughs> I, just, I want I like the when we drop out of warp and the ship like shudders and everyone manages to like you know save themselves and not hear you just hear from the other side of the door to the ready room which is attached to the bridge just Armstrong he <laughs> <laughs> comes fucking door flies open and he comes out with a half full cup of Klingon coffee his shirt's just destroyed with coffee all over the place like what the fuck is this <laughs> so uh, the 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 uh Ships power is is fluctuating lights going down and up and 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 we'll, we'll, we're going to resolve that role at the beginning of the next episode <laughs> uh, but uh, the convoy now as the cameras go out uh, you're you're all just kind of lying out in 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 this space and there are bands of of, of electrical uh, energy moving all around you you've like flown right into this like Live wire nest, oh, and uh, and 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 it wasn't on your sensors, and the uh, and the convoy is uh, is is spread out and and you know presumably vulnerable because the, both the horizon and the mapool are are losing power, and uh, we'll we'll deal with we'll deal with the engineering problem in in the next episode as uh, um, the the real uh, mission is now beginning with the convoy, um, and here the mapool uh, reports uh, minor uh, uh, is reporting minor damage, and. Um, uh, no, wait, uh, that was, that hasn't happened. You haven't talked to the Mapool. We'll deal with if you want to reach out to the Mapool in the next episode. I don't know how to end Very this on a cliffhanger. There's no cliffhanger. No, dude. I mean, it's, 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 it's kind of a cliffhanger. Yeah, I guess it is. What are you talking about? So, that was amazing. <laughs> so, Did uh, that yeah. help? Uh, uh, what happens with the horizon uh, in the next episode? Will Steve Armstrong be able to lend a hand? Uh, <laughs> tune in. Tune in next time in the continuation of this living campaign. Here, uh, the living campaign is is being printed by Modifius. It's being it's, it's a mailing list you can sign up for. So if you like what you're cool. hearing us playing, you can sign up and play this exact campaign uh, with your own crew on your own ship, and then let us know how things go well. We actually did have a fan play through the Rescue on Xerxes Four and sent me their uh, their play report. And uh, if we've got time during our debrief. Maybe we'll uh, share with you how their game was different from ours. I would uh, love to hear uh, and, that. And it was yeah. it, 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 immediately. It was. I remember their their de-evolution started happening like immediately oh, as they shit. crashed on the planet. They had an NPC on board the runabout, and before they could even start figuring out what had happened to them, when they scared off the Neanderthals, the NPC was already hoarding things in the corner and hiding in the back and making like a little like nest out of wire and going like, "No, get back! This is mine!" And it's like, "What are you doing? You're like losing all of your reason. You're turning into a caveman." <laughs> and 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 they were immediately having to fight against the de-evolution like the second they touched ground. Fuck. Whereas my strategy had been more of a a slow burn and this dread that never that was over the horizon uh, oh. I've been your game master I'll be here next time Justin Eacock running Star Trek Adventures and I have been joined here by the crew of the horizon our captain uh, Connor Macbeth better known in the nerd community as Toronto's greatest supervillain and evil genius Dr. Tara Watt our first officer Joshua Barbeau playing Commander Connell Haddock our ensign uh, Brent Morris Quick. from the Showhole podcast, uh, screwing everything up as uh, no. Steve Armstrong. Our helmsman is going to be vitally important, I promise Vital. you. And of course, our science officer. Uh, Akira Arjun here, uh, played by Andy Hughes. 
And uh, we will see you next time in part two of, I mean, it's just called Convoy SE117. I think we can come up with a better title. Oh, we'll figure that oh out. wait, what, what do we call the bar? The Klingon bar? Blood, Bath, and Beyond? Blood, Bath, Bath and Beyond. Beyond. <laughs> that should be the name of this episode. Okay. Uh. Well, that's going to, that. try explaining that one to your kids, kids. All right, see you next time, everybody. <laughs> The Terrible Warriors continues to play Star Trek Adventures every Tuesday through the month of January. For a complete listing of our upcoming schedule, visit TerribleWarriors.com. For more information on Star Trek Adventures and the Living Campaign, visit Modifius.com. If you like what you're hearing and you want to hear more, consider supporting us on Patreon at Patreon.com slash TerribleWarriors. Not only... Will you get access to exclusive debrief episodes that only Patreon supporters get to hear? But you may also be mentioned in a game as our NPCs, locations we've gone to, name of the ships we blow up, and of course, you could join us right here at the table as our special guest. Today's Terrible Warriors and your crew of the horizon, Connell Macbeth, Joshua Barbro, Brent Morris, Justin Eacock, and Patreon supporter Andy Hughes. The Star Trek Adventures Living Campaign will continue next week right here on The Terrible Warriors.